0: Shalom Obrachah, welcome everyone, as Hashem, we're learning Meshwurin, Semen Kofi Ud Be'ez, Sif Shin number 268, That Semen Kofi Ud Be'ez, Sif Alif. Shaloi Lahavsik, V'loi Bisholosh V'ishoynes, V'loi Bisholosh we should not be mafsik in the first three brachas or the last three brachas. Let's see what this means. says the Mechavah, Al Yishal Odom V'isholosh a person should not ask for his own personal requests in the first three brachas, V'loi Bisholosh achroinis and not the last three brachas. The first three brachas and the last three brachas, we don't touch. We always keep them the way they are. Now, what does this mean? You can't ask your own personal things. That's only, like we just said, your own personal things. But if you're going to ask on behalf of the community, the congregation, the masses, then even in the first three, the last three, then you're permitted to do so. When do we ever do something like this? Do we ever do something like this? Well, how about Yamin Narayim? Zachreinu Right, we say Zachreinu Not not the exact Russian, but we say those Sefer uh, Right, we add those additional parts, which is in the first three as well. Says the Mishnah Rura in the first wide line. That a person should not be asking for personal things in the first three brachas. Why? What are the first three brachas compared to? What are the first three brachas compared to? To a servant that organizes his praise in front of his master. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> to an Eved that is organizing his praise in front of his Master, the middle brachos, which are the thirteen bakoshois, the thirteen middle brachas where we ask Hashem for our needs, is compared to an Eved, to a servant, pras that is asking his his master his his. Uh, his boss for food. Okay? The achroi the last three brachas, compared to le'evich, shekibo, pras, me rabbi, to the servant who already received the pras, me rabbi. So what do you do now? You receive something, say thank you, and then you go on. You move on. That's what you do. Where did the last three begin? After. Ritsei. Ritsei is is of the last three let's let's say it to the end now if you are asking on behalf of the sebur so the mihabir says i would sarhit sebur shuri even during the first three or last three shazahu gamke in meen shashavakh wa kavid laraf shirabn srikhum now listen to this imagine <coughs> imagine if a we have 50 people that come and say, is there a Sam Samuels here? We need his help downstairs. 50 people. Imagine 100 people come up and say, we need your help. Like, I'm going to learn you. 5,000 people. Okay, you're going to go help them. You have to, you need help, right? So it's covered for the Rav, meaning here's the Rav is the master, is the Kosh that when when the masses turn when we turn to Hashem on behalf of the masses, on behalf of the congregation. For those listening to the recording, that's one of our members of the Sharia. <laughs> I just saw you first. Huh? So, so you hear what's going on? So that's a COVID. When, when people are expressing a need for someone, here the need for the someone is the capital, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, capital, someone. The Mechavir says on top of the page, Sif Beis, ain't Lomir piyutim lo Don't say piyutim or the kravitz, let's skip the Ramah for a second, but tefillah. So don't add additional tefillahs, additional, I don't know how you say, uh, I don't want to say songs, but uh, tefillahs. Piyutim. How do you say Piyutim in English? Piyutim. That's right. That's right. Don't say there's additional Piyutim during the tefillah. Now the Ramah will say, there are those that permit it. But before that, what does the word Kravitz mean? What does the word Kravitz mean? So the, the Rama actually brings a beautiful explanation that it's an acronym. It actually stands for some different words here. You see this now? It says like this. Perish. What does Kravitz mean? What does this mean? Rashi Kof is kol. Reish is rina, Vav is V'Yeshua. Beis is Ba'olei, and Tzadi is Tzadikim. So, Kol Rino V'Yeshuwa Tzadikim, which of course we know is a song. So, the voice of rejoicing the Yeshua and salvation, Ba'olei in the tents of the Tzadikim, the tents of the righteous. Right? Kol Rino, that's right. That's, that's that's exactly, that's the Niggin, that's right. So, that's what the word Kravitz means. So, I find it interesting because we are now in the in the time frame of the Dalit Parashius. The Dalit Parashius is where some shuls have the minuk of adding in the yaitzis and the kravitz mm-hmm. into the Davening. Now, some do it during the actual Shemane Esrei. Some do it after Shemane Esrei. Some don't do it at all. Okay, different hagim. But now you see a little of what, what this is about. And we'll see the Rama. With the Ramah says there are those that permit to do the Kravitz and the piyutim in the middle of Shmone Esri itself. Because it's tefillahs of what? Of, of, of Hashem, we need your help. That's what it's about. Tzarekhi Rabin. And the Ramaz says, interestingly enough, that the Minigas say it in all places like this. But during the Tefillah, they would say this Kravitz. Now, um, beyond that, I'm familiar with most places don't say Kravitz. Um, is that a regular service or is it no? We're talking no. We're talking specifically during the times so of, let's say, the Dalar is or uh, yeah, some 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 places. Yeah, it's. I think it's Minig Lakewood. I think it's Minig uh, of Lakewood Yeshiva, which which Philadelphia Yeshiva is is an extension of the Lakewood Yeshiva, and so is the cradle over here. Uh, but it's interesting because some of the places that are extension of the Lakewood Yeshiva still have different minhagim. <laughs> So, uh, but, yes, that's exactly why you're referring to this. Yeah, that is correct. And the student always says, some. Some, some, yeah, some congregations. Or uh, sometimes they say, sometimes they say many congregations. Yeah, Yeah, in the front is the regular ones, and then the back is, is the rest of them. That's right. Then they say that also. So... In Siv Kotin Gimel, he says in commenting on the Ramah, that the Ramah says it's not a problem to recite the Yaitris during the Shunasray, and he brings from the truest Radvaz. The Radvaz also permits to say the Kravitz Yitzris during the Shmun Esrei Now listen to this. He writes, he has in his hand, he has access, he has manuscripts. Of questions In other words, the great rishayim. There's, there's one of the great rishayim who was misbaided. He was he was contemplating, and he davened, and he said Hashem's names certain holy names of Hashem, and he communicated with upstairs. Okay, this is before they had the clouds. Okay, and he was talking to them up there, and he asked in Shemayim different questions. We have, we have a sefer. It's called Shilos and Shusman the Shemayim. and Shusman the Shemayim. Look, we had the sefer. And they gave answers to his questions. The Sha'al, and one of the questions was which which he asked. De he asked, "Can you recite these?" additional feelers during the Shemayin to ask yourself? Mm-hmm. And he said, yes. Now, I tell you, I find something interesting, because if I w- was communicating with up, with up there, and asking them questions, I think I'd be asking some different questions. <laughs> but apparently, apparently, the Rishayinim, they see what's important, and I want to bring this out, because if this is one of the questions that they ask you up in the Shemayim, what does that do for us? It tells us this is a very important topic. Mm-hmm. Kravitz, the Yetzvist, is an important topic listen to this not to deviate from the in so it gives it gives for those who in the shoes that you daven at that they do say it they mean you might be like I don't know what's going on I don't know what this means but you know what it's appropriate not to be passionate at not to, we learned from the raw previously don't deviate say it along with them it's holy holy things we're talking about over here Who's the day up there? The, yeah, the Bezdim and the Shemayim. Bezdim up there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Not Malachim, certainly, right? I'll be honest with you, I don't really know. I mean, I mean it's, it's, it's about, a little about, above my pay grade. I mean, it's not a Basqa. No, not, a, no, no. It's not a call, That's true. I mean, there was a Malach that learned with Rabbi Yosef Karo. Right, I mean, right. so I don't know if it's the Bezdim Shemayilu. I don't know if it's the Malach. I don't know. Okay. So he says in Dalid, he says, Now he says very carefully, he says you want to say that Filas in the verse that's very nice, the Kravitz, But don't pass the Zman of Kriyashma Don't do extra, and now you're gonna you're gonna miss out on the Iker because Kriyashma has to be recited by a certain time every day. And if you are lengthening the davening, because, because there are also additional, if you, look, once again, look in your art school master. It says many congregations say this, and you have the, the gray pages, right? And then, and then it, uh, it, it, it skips, you know, then you have two words on the page. And then you flip around because you realize your shul is not saying all the gray. They're just saying the two words on the top of the page. So he says make sure you don't pass furthermore on Yontiv, you have to make sure that you eat before midday. Before Chatzois. And if you're lengthening the tefillah so much to the point that you're not going to be eating that's a problem because now it's called fasting. Because now it's called your fasting. If he sees that the Tzibor is is passing yavru zman Kriyeshma al Arichosim because there's such a lengthy uh, additional tefilas they're pass they're gonna pass Man Kriyeshma lo yantim Aleim don't wait for them elak Shemaskil Shem Aschil Shleich R once the Shleich starts with Yitzer R who Yaskil atzmai Balacha Shlis Palak Seider Zeh after Hashem elakeichem Emes so once again. He says, you go ahead, make sure you say Shema, before the time ends, then wait. Wait for them to catch up, then you continue dabbing with them. Wait in silence, of course there's no talking, even learning. Okay. You'll daven with the Shliech Sibach. You'll daven with him together when he catches up, and then you continue your davening. Now we begin a new simon. Simon Kofi Yudgim Udine HaKriyais the Esrei Brachis The halachas of the Kriyas, of the bowing during Shmet Esret. Just before we do begin, just to repeat once again, you see the whole importance of the Krivids, of the yitzris of reciting it properly. Okay, says the now we will discuss which brachas do you bow during Shemona Esrei. Says the Shulchan Aruch, Be'avois, T'chila V'saif. By brachas avois, in the beginning, and at the end of the first bracha. And by Ma'idim, beginning, and end. Okay? What does it mean beginning? By Ma'idim is by the beginning, and call is the end if you want to bow at the beginning of every bracha or at the end of every bracha we we teach the person that he should not do so he should not bow at the beginning of every bracha and at the end of every bracha but rather in the middle of the bracha a person can bow now generally speaking we don't add any more bowings to to, uh, what we are supposed to be doing Explains the Mishnah in Sif Katan: Alif b'Hayda Tchilah V'Soif. I know. V'Tchilas Moedim in the beginning of Moedim Uleva Soif, and at the end Kishem Esa'im Baruch Atah Hashem HaToiv Shimcha Lachane L'Haydos. So that's where you bow. And then you said, don't have additional bowing. Because we don't want to uproot the establishment of what Chazal said to do, when to Baal. You don't want that to be a situation that each person is being strict, he's being according to what he wants to do. We're also concerned of Yuhara. What is Yuhara? Yuhara is arrogance. Gaivo. We're concerned that a person might be expressing heartiness. Mishar Tzibur that he's uh, expressing that he's a greater person than the rest of the Tzibur for the fact that he is he is bowing more. But in the middle, this is not a problem. That the middle is not a problem. He says here in sivgat and Gimel that there are those... That the loyki yafei mari, not like the yafei mari. Yafei mari is name of a safer that gim gim so that you should not be bowing down in the middle. Right? That's that's uh, that's what you're saying. Yeah. Not like the shulchan Aruch. Okay, fine. Thank you. Sivkot in dalid. The yochel ishreis she ain lochos she avayu laaker takon zchacham because we're not concerned the government come to uproot takon zchacham because of this. Since Chachamim did not, since did not establish to bow the emsa Shum middle of any bracha. Okay, we now continue with Sif Beis. A lot of short halachas here. Beis is actually a little longer. Um, those who have the meaning to bow or to lean forward, bend over. On Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, which what he's referring to is that there are those that they're they're in a bent position during the Hoshen Anesra. Okay, the problem is when you have to bow before you bow, you know what you have to do? Stand up straight. Because if you're already bent over, it's really a little hard to to bow. So with if you're knees, well, you bow with the knees, and then well, you do bow with the knees, but you're already like if you're be- literally bent. So what we want to say now is we want to stand up straight. Then bend the knees. Sometimes I might demonstrate that. Anyway, you know. So so that's what we want to discuss over here in Sif you say the Zachreino like we mentioned earlier. Or the additional parts of the Yom Neroim, Davni. If you have to stand up straight. When you come to the end of the bracha. Even though by avos you do bow at the end of the bracha, nonetheless, so you want to make sure that you stand up straight so that you can show that the reason why you are the reason why you are bowing is because an obligatory bowing, bowing because you are obligated to bow. That's why you want to send them straight before the end of the bracha. The Mishmuun Sifkodin he explains the Chayanoigim liSpalol Kolat Filas those who have the custom to daven berashon even kippur beKriya to bow to daven in the in the in a, a, a bent over state. Srich nisgai peslev kol bracha b'tchilos kol They have to make sure they're standing straight at the end of every bracha and the beginning of every bracha. Shloih loh yisiv atakonis rochamim not to add on because Chazal said when to bow. And if we're in a bent bowed position, it looks like we're bowing the whole time. So before we are, before, he says over here, before you come to the end of the bracha and the beginning of the bracha, make sure you're straight. And of course, the reason why people on Roshon Yom Kippur that. that the have the in the bent position is to express humility. This is Yemedin, this is the day of judgment. We want to ask Hashem for forgiveness. The reasons for standing up straight by Zachreinu and the reasons for standing up straight by Micha are not the same. Because by Micha you have to make sure you're straight before the end. Of the bracha. Because when it comes to the bracha of Mikhail there is no bowing in that bracha. And if you're bent over, it looks like you're adding on to a bowing. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. First wide line it's some additions. What's the reason why you have to make sure you're standing straight by when you say, before you say... Um, the end of the the after zochreinu. There is a bowing. Chachamim said to bow by magin Avram. That we do know. Since this person is bowing in the whole tefilah, will not be uh, uh, expressed. It will not be pointed out because he's already bent over. According to this, there's a difference between the zakifa of zakreinu and as well as the zakifa of mi'chamacha. Because when it comes to zakreinu, you have to make sure you're standing straight before you come to kodim shiyoimar. Any words of Baruch, before you come to the words, of close to the words of Baruch Ato. So before you come to the words of Baruch Ato, you make sure you're standing straight. Av al de bab when it comes to the zakif of mi'chamayichah, ein You don't have to be straight until you say Baruch Atah. The So to any bracha that doesn't have a shechia, a bowing at the end. Okay, so this was the importance of making sure that even if you do bow down by zechin in during or before uh, and and after uh, before the, the bracha, you have to make sure you are stand straight as well as after the bowing. Make sure you're straight as well before you begin the next part. Siv Gimel Chavre says, He's now going to tell us places that if a person would bow in certain places, they're incorrect. They might sound unfamiliar to you because we don't bow there. Okay, that's why we're not familiar with it. and all those who are standing before you bow or to you alone we thank or or by the thank you that we recite in Hallel or in Benching, this is incorrect. The word megun is more like disgraceful. person should not be bowing in any of those places. Explains the Mishnu, and Sifkat, and four or five lines down, in the white lines. We don't bow by Hallel, you don't bow you Hallel, you don't bow when you say Hallel, by benching the okay in all those places we do not bow it's don't don't bow more than what the khom said to do and for this reason or or be the like the mariel did bow there but once again, the Mishw is saying, Don't bow by any of these places that we're not told to bow by chazal. We're, yes? We're sitting, yeah? In benching. Huh? Okay, okay, you could be sitting during benching, but let's say so you would you would like you know get up and be, be, bow down, you know. It's kinda of like a That's No, the no, no, shackle is not a problem. But that, I guess I guess you'd have to like you're right, you're being, you know you are sitting hopefully during benching. Right. Which is halakha, you have to be sitting, right? But so I guess if, if what he's saying is that if the person be doing something wrong and bowing, he like get up a little forward, like something like that, you know, like you know the ma'iden that people are sitting down for I in shul. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that ma'iden, right? He says further that from the Magin of Ramb. Maybe you could lean a little forward, bow a little forward. Uh, this whole discussion says in Shema Nasey So the Magnavim says this whole additional bowing is only by Shema and he brings that by other parts you could bow not like what we just said in Shulchan and then he says also which I don't really know what this means by Rebbe Kiva he says that Chazal tell us he would start bowing in one corner and you'll find him in a different corner. I don't know. Fine. So the Prophet explained that this you'd find Rabbi Kiv in a different corner. That's after Shmona Esrei. It's not hopping around during Shemona Esrei. This, that the Shmona forbids all this, is All of these thank yous who It's an expression of praise To Hashem, and you're not supposed to be bowing at that point in time when you're praising. You're not bowing. Since these words of and all those who are standing straight should bow before you is a praise. It's once again not appropriate. He says, for this reason, at that time, that we do not bow down at that time. By shall he's saying about himself that we should be bowing down to you, Hashem, as opposed to when we're praising you. Is a praise to Hashem. Therefore, then therefore he is permitted to. To bow down. Let's see a couple more. How much of a bending down should a person bend down? And the answer is that his the bones of his spine should be protruding. That's uh, that's 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 the that's the ideal situation. You bow down the point that the bones of your spine are protruding. That's called a proper bow. Roisha don't just bow with like with your head, with your with your waist, and then your head's still straight. But your head should also be bent over like an Agmoin. An Agmoin is a bull rush. So you know what a bull rush is. Yeah. I know what a bull is only because I had to look it up. <laughs> okay. So it, it, it really it's like weeds. Yeah. You know? Marsh. 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 And they have like this, like, uh, if I may say, a hot dog looking thing at the top. French, French, right? Okay. And then above that, you got a little more uh, uh, thing coming out on top of that as well. Sure. And he, he's saying here, the Machar is saying, because it looks like a, a, an agma in a bulrush, I, I want to suggest it means when the wind blows. It bends. When, it be, when the wind blows, right? It bends, yeah. So when, the, but without the wind blowing, it's not bending. So we want to be. He's giving an example here that's brought down. Where, where is that's at the end of four, on the top of the page. Where's the rush? The last word of four. On the top. I, I hear you, man. They don't judge they don't it's like that. that oh yeah. I must have found that somewhere. I don't know where I saw that. Uh, where, where do you, what do they say about you? So all gro- Let's just finish here in Seifkat uh, in Yud. We said when you bow, you should bow down that all of your vertebrae, the the spine, the bones of the spine, are protruding. Okay? No, you get that? No, no. Pekak koloshin keshem. is a keshem is means it's tied or it's a loymer. Shemachmas a kriya boltim because of the kriya the bowing. Baltim Aksharim, your, the bones of your spine protrude. So, just to demonstrate for those listening, I'm just standing up here and bowing down. First with your knees, Baruch, and then Atta. Right now, you could feel, yeah. right? Baruch Atta. Now, like you do that in, the, in, in a Baruch Atta, in a quicker position, and when you go back up, your neck comes up first. Okay, and that comes up first and they come in the slower position. Why? Because you're, you're going away from the king. That's the that's, that's proper way of bowing. Not just one of these like, you know, you know okay, yeah. <laughs> right? You know, like, okay, yeah, I'm good, I'm good, you know, right? The, the, the bowing itself, or Vigdemiluza itself explains that if, if you have Kavan when you bow, you'll, you'll, you'll realize who am I bowing to? I'm bowing to Hashem. So I'll have a focus. I have more Kavan than my, than my davening. So that's why have, we have this halachas about how to how to bow to Hashem, how to bow to the Melech. Don't don't bow. I'm going to show you now the wrong way to bow. That's another. There's a few, a lot of wrong ways. Okay, I'm going to show you the wrong way the Mechaber says not to do. Don't bow that your mouth is equal to your belt. Don't bow like this. First of all, it's not comfortable. Okay. <laughs> but that's not the reason. The reason is because it looks like it's arrogance. Okay, so you see that? Don't bow when your mouth comes down to your belt like that. Well, you have to bend your knees, though. Well, by maghdim you don't, right? But even even you bow and you and you go down like that, right? right? That that's that's too much. That's not that's that's. you've gone too far. You've gone too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's there's a correct way and there's an incorrect way. Let's put this back yeah. here so you can see us again. So he says here in the Mishtenbrurah, because it looks like arrogance. the Because you're, you're bowing more than the bowing has to happen, as it has to be done. Um, and he says further, if the person is an elderly individual or he's not feeling well, and he's not able to bow to the point where the bones of his spine, the vertebrae, are protruding. Once he bends his head, that's sufficient. Because that's what he could do. Fine. Mm-hmm. Because he, he's showing he wants to bow. So he's, he's giving a, as much as he could do. And then, and then he is um, he's good. Like I just showed. When you bow, it should be quick down. Quick down. When I say quick down, there's a word I want to use. Okay? It's called, very important word in Yiddishkeit. It's called normal. (laughs) Be normal. Okay? And if 99% of the people are not doing it, don't do it either. So you bow down quickly in a normal quick, quick, quick motion. When you stand up straight, slower. first your head, right? Your head comes up first, and then after that, afterwards, your whole body. so it shouldn't look like a burden. Okay, there's no mishpura on that. We'll pick up mitzvah Shem from Sif Zayin in the next year.